Caution, the Mark Hunger Show contains adult content intended for an adult audience. And, besides that, he's really weird. Welcome to the Mark Gunger Show with national marriage speaker and author of Laugh Your Way to a Better Marriage, Mark Gunger. This is your source for practical, down-to-earth marriage advice without all the over-spiritualization or romantic nonsense. And now the host of the Mark Gunger Show, Mark Gunger. And the crowd goes wild with delirious joy. They've joined the Mark Gunger Show, the show that deals with all things concerning... Marriage. Indeed. Marriage is what brings us together today. I am, of course, your host, the one, the only, Mark Gunger. No, 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 you're doing it all wrong. <laughs> Joining me is probably... Yeah? Joining me is always the very lovely and charming Diane Briarly. Could it be... She could be Satan. I don't know. And of course, the amazing Ross Allen Skorzewski. Don't uh, (laughs) ever, ever, ever call me stupid. I wouldn't dream of it. Be forewarned. The show is being engineered by the very talented but eerily creepy Timothy Robert Ray. Engineer extraordinaire and part-time serial killer pushing buttons, twisting knobs, and trying to stay awake during the production of this incomprehensibly boring show. This is the show that handles your marital challenges, relational conundrums, and dating dilemmas that you can email to us at ask, A-S-K, at markgunger, G-U-N-G-O-R, markgunger.com. This is how the show works. You get to send a question about anything, about relationships, and remain totally anonymous. We then are brutally honest. That's the format. This is a program of brutal honesty. We don't have to be concerned in a world that is full of people. All they're concerned about is how you feel and how people feel about this. And gazillions of Christian programs that talk about how people feel. Okay, fine. But this is one that breaks that mold. We don't care how you feel. We are just looking for the truth based on the information you give us in the email. You just get blown away, clear, brutal honesty. Now, whether or not you like what we say is up for debate. Whether or not even what we say is right is up for mm-hmm. debate. That's really not the premise. You know, this show, nobody on this show says, I'm right about everything. It's just your opinion. This is my opinion. You can have People your opinion, act- and it can be very wrong. Yeah, <laughs> it can be just, very wrong in your opinion. Just because one is opinionated doesn't right. make them right. right. I am extremely opinionated. But doesn't you do th- also think that you're <laughs> Well, of course, right. everybody, everybody thinks yeah. they're right. Everyone thinks their own opinions are right. So do you. So do I. So does everybody. Yeah, without question, okay? So, but, I, you know, some people write, feel a moral obligation to write and explain why I was wrong. Mm-hmm. First of all, I don't care mm-hmm. what people think. <laughs> you know, if you ever feel motivated to sit down and write me a letter and explaining why you think I am wrong, the best thing you can do is stick your head in the toilet and pull the plunger and let the water swirl around your brain and give yourself a swirly because I don't care. Sometimes I feel like the need to correct you. The minute I read an email where someone is saying, I really like your show, but I think you were wrong with it, I just hit delete. There's one this morning. Did you see it? No. Uh, okay. I just hit delete. I don't read them. I don't care. It's not like I care. Mm-hmm. I don't care. I usually read them. I, I don't care. There are people who speak into my life. Mm-hmm. I care what they think. 
I don't care about absolute stranger things. And again, if you find the program so horribly offensive you can't stand it, just watch another show. It's very simple. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wardrobe, wardrobe, wardrobe what? Your button. What look about at, it? Look at yourself. Look at myself. Move your hand. Oh, see what you see. you're unbuttoned. This one. There's a button, button there. Unbuttoned. Only Ross. Yeah. Only Ross that goes cycle. Ross looks pretty in pink. I think we should play that song for him. Pretty in pink. Yeah. Find it. Make it happen. Pretty Real man. Can wear movie. Molly Ringwald. What? I don't see any difference. What? It was just bothering him that one, one was button? That's, That was it? One little button, that's it. For those brilliant folks out there who view and observe such things like this, like I do, <laughs> yeah, it will. it's a big deal. It's a big deal. Too. That man can't even dress himself. I can't. He can't. He needs you to do the buttons for him. Around. All right. Uh, by the way, with the, with the intro now, people can see Timmy. Yes. Everybody wants to see a picture of Tim. Yeah, there Tim's he is. Tim's picture is on the intro. Tim. <laughs> Pushing buttons, twisting knobs. Serial killer. Oh, by the way, before we get to the other story, there was an email that said, I've been listening for a year or so now, but somehow missed the explanation for the part-time psycho killer for Timothy. Care to explain? Oh, oh, we'll have to repeat this a million times. Mm -hmm. His name is Timothy Robert Mm -hmm. Ray. And we just laugh about that because serial killers seem to always have three first names. He's not done anything, not indicated not that he's a we serial know. killer that we, well, he that we're could aware be. of. He could be. He's got the name for it. He's just got the name. He just, he's just really good at mm-hmm. hiding the bodies. So yes. I don't know. That's why we call him a part-time serial yeah, killer. Just because, because of his name. Because of his name. Timothy Robert Ray. It sounds like a serial killer name. It does. All right, you got there for today. It does. Okay. A listener actually sent this to me the other day. Apparently, there is a guy who decided to watch porn for the first time, apparently for the first time, and he uh, saw movies that his wife was starring in when he went online to look. Oh, my goodness. It was in Egypt. The man had been cruising the X-rated parts of the internet and thought he recognized one of the actresses because he was married to her. He found 11 films Showing my wife in indecent scenes with her lover. So oh apparently, the boyfriend that she had on the side, and she, the two of them, I did some other research outside this article trying to get more details. Yeah. She and her boyfriend were doing like the Paris Hilton thing, apparently, and filming themselves and posting it on the internet. And he found 11 of them. He says and claims that's a bad day. It's the first, first time. First of all, you shouldn't be looking at porn on the internet. <laughs> but if you're looking at porn, and someone looks really familiar mm-hmm. to you. Mm-hmm. And it's your wife. wife. Mm-hmm. That's a bad day. Mm, very bad day. Apparently, it was the first time he had watched porn. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'm sure. Whatever. First time. And did All these people. You ever notice these people get busted on, on these uh, sex things and stuff like that? They go, oh, it's, it's the, the first, first time. time. I have never done anything like this before in my life. First time. Yeah, and right. according to another article, it's not in this one, but he was in an internet cafe when he came upon this. <laughs> Oh, good grief. Who's on an internet cafe in public looking at porn porn on your screen? In Egypt, maybe. Being in in the public library. Isn't that like a a really strict Muslim country? I don't know. Egypt, I would think. That's illegal, man. It's one of the other... Because they're still transitioning from kind of a very liberal, if you will, Muslim country to a hardcore one with the Muslim Brotherhood and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you guys in Egypt might want to enjoy your porn now. Yeah. <laughs> that's not a license from the that's Mark Unger show. That's not a license for me. I'm just saying. To go down to immorality. <laughs> but if you can, enjoy it now while you can. Sharia law kicks in. You ain't going to be watching any porn. I'll you tell you that. more than an eye and a hand. Oh, man. 
Nasty. Well, for the first time, if that was indeed his first time, he kind of got into it finding her in 11 movies. That's how many he found yeah, her yeah, in. Yeah. How many did he who's, actually watch? Who's watching Port for the first time and watch 11? <laughs> Don't you think you'd make the call like halfway yeah. through the first movie? I think movie? I'd need to see one. I wouldn't need to see 11. <laughs> she was in 11 of them? He yes, found He yes. found 11, 11 films showing the Now, wife. how many he had to see before he found 11 yeah. with her in it? And why do you have to keep looking? One is enough. Unless you I'm got pretty off on sure it. as soon as I recognize the I, wife, I'm hitting pause. Yeah. I'd be making, and I'm a making quick some phone calls. Phone calls. Yeah. Baby. Apparently he collapsed on we the floor of the talking. internet cafe and was quite upset when this happened, <laughs> according to the articles. Could have been too upset because he watched it again. And he watched another one. And he watched another one. And another one. Oh, that's she said that she never really loved him anyway. They'd been married for sixteen years. His wife admitted it and said that I ah, never loved you anyway. You've lost that love and feeling. I guess so. that love and feeling. I feel for the guy. I, mean, I know, that's kind of... But that's, that's just... Could you imagine? Oh, it's kind of like the story about the guy who hired the call girl, and it was his daughter when she showed oh, up. Oh, I know. Ew. Ew. Or imagine being a father and watching pornos, and there's one of your daughters. That would be disturbing. You know, highly disturbing. I mean, disturbing. to be honest with you, even just watching stuff on television, because I think it's real racy mm-hmm. and stuff, and maybe because I'm a geezer now... Mm-hmm. The first thought that goes through my mind is, "What's your dad think? Yeah. Don't you have a dad? I mean, yeah, what does your dad say? Who? How can you be doing this?" Well, sadly, a lot of those girls' dads are not around. Well, some of them like it. Their dads like that their daughters do this. Yes. Oh, yes. I've, I've oh read the articles. Oh my gosh, that's awful. Well, do you think that's these people awful. who do these things come from very sicko backgrounds? <laughs> You like yeah. it that yeah. your daughter is a porn? So I guess yes. you're right. I have read some articles like that that the yeah. parents condone oh, this and it. they're oh. proud of it. I have yeah. you, now that you say it. I think back and I have read that. That oh, is sick wow. and twisted. Very sicko. Anyway, all right. Let's take a break and we'll be comebacking. We'll, we'll <laughs> be comebacking. We'll be comebacking. Which, if you want to know what comebacking means, come you're gonna have to stick around and come back <laughs> because I don't even know what it means. We'll be back with more right after this. Have a marriage dilemma? Email your questions to radio at markgunger.com and Mark can answer them during one of our shows. And, and the birds are going to sing, and we'll never be lonely anymore. Yeah. Life will be glorious. It will be fabulous. Kaka. It's all kaka. Until they're married for six weeks. And then they're, and then they're People going, getting songs, on each other's you know. nerves and driving each other crazy. Ah. But the songs must be true. They have to be true. Oh, my goodness. Okay, here's a little continuing saga for you. This is a continuing saga. So someone said in a previous email, we made some comments about it, and now they have responded with their continuing saga. What is it? Remember the lady whose brother in law ditched the wife and came and lived with them, and she enabled them to have Mm -hmm. the affairs, and you went off on her? Yes. It's that that saga. Okay, Okay. so here's a lady who the wife kept kicking the husband out. 
her brother-in-law or whatever yes, it was. Kept, yes. Was it her brother? It was her brother-in-law. Brother-in-law. Okay. But his That's brother. her, it's her, her husband's, husband's brother. brother. Mm-hmm. So his wife kicks out. So they kept taking him in mm-hmm. and taking him in. No, he would take, leave. He, she wasn't kicking him out. He would just leave because he didn't want to face no, conflict. I, no, I heard it was she kicked him out. Wasn't it? Da- no, 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 no. He I can't remember. Left. All I know they is. took him in. I challenged her. I think they just took him in. I'm not sure if we knew. I, I think, and I challenged her saying she's being an enabler. Why are you letting him come stay with you and, and giving him shelter while he's having affairs and everything else? I said, you sharing this. Yes. You shouldn't be doing this. Okay, okay so no, obviously I ticked her off or something. She so. has, I have some more details on the matter. All Ask right. your help again. Please, Diane, try to calm Mark down. <laughs> Make him take a deep breath and listen to my case so that you will be able to address my real issue. What her real issue is... Oh. She says, I'm afraid I'm being an accuser in this case because, first of all, he's not my brother. He's only my brother-in-law. Do I have the same right to punish him, or should I quit and wait for someone in the family to deal with this and bring consequences? Why isn't your husband dealing with this? Why are you dealing with it at all? What did she say? The husband is against his adultery, but he doesn't want to interfere in his brother's life. He is interfering by enabling (laughs) him. him. Okay, the, and the wife now. And wait, I would I, I would agree with this. You should not be interfering. No. Don't let him come stay with you. Yeah, let him live with the consequences of his actions. By taking him in, you are interfering. Yeah. But now, what her thing is is that she wants the whole family to know about this, and nobody in the family knows anything. The wife wants to keep the infidelity secret. She doesn't want everybody in the family to know because she's ashamed. Uh-huh. Because you had said, tell the family, and tell the everybody, wife blow is the an whistle. Enabler. They're, listen to me. Boo hoo. Boo, who, booty stinking who. I get everybody has their feelings and they want to protect. What is a classic case here is someone starts acting very badly and everybody covers it. See, this guy doesn't want anybody in the family to know so that everybody won't know that he's a pig. Mm -hmm. See, they take away the consequences. They take away the heat. I got some brother who's out there boinking some bimbo. I'm telling the fam. Well, if the brother won't do it, should she, if the husband, you know, the guy's brother, won't do it, should she? She's worried about being the witch of the family and being the accuser. That's her issue. She doesn't want to be the accuser or be the witch in the family accuser. because the husband won't. <laughs> uh, to me, accusing sounds like there's no basis for it. Is this, you're a revealer. Yeah. <laughs> not, not really an accuser. You're not accusing. You're not accusing him of something you're that's revealing. not true. Mm-hmm. Do you want to be the revealer now? In all fairness... As the as the daughter in law or the sister in law, mm-hmm. I would say it's really not on her. It's on him. I would, as the wife of your home, refuse to take him in. You have a yes. say there. Yes. Don't let this scumbag come in your house. Yes. Now, you can look at your husband and say, you know, you really should tell the family. Mm-hmm. And you, well, I don't want to tell anybody. Well, then it's not really. It's, it's not. Then it's I'm, not I'm really not, her place. It's really not her place. Mm-hmm. I mean, I wouldn't have a problem if she did. Yeah. I'd cheer her if she did, but if she feels bad about it, feels like she'd be the, okay. Well, especially if the wife that was cheated upon doesn't even want anybody to know. Yeah, but see, that's what everybody hides, 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 and things never get yeah. fixed. That's the problem in American marriages. Yes. There is the unwritten rule, nobody knows our business. This is almost, everybody believes this. Yeah. No one should, whatever happens between me and you, no one should know. The but maybe family she should was know, complicit the friends in it. should know. Maybe that's why she doesn't want anybody to know. I'm just saying, every family, every couple, all you people listen to me right now, this is what you do. I know most of you do this. You and your husband, you, you even want help. One of them wants help and the other one will say, no one should mm-hmm. know our business. No mm-hmm. one should know it. If no one knows your business, if you try to do marriage, just the two of you all by yourself with no family, friends, or anybody else, living on the island by yourself, you will turn into cannibals and you will eat each other alive. 
it's the worst thing couples do. One of the worst thing couples do. There's a lot of other worst things, but it's one of the worst things. The basic premise is no one can know. Yeah. And it's a bunch of horse manure. People should know. Your friends should know. Most people don't, people don't have lives today. You don't have friends you can talk about stuff like this to? You don't have family you're close enough? You have one of your brothers is committing adultery on his wife, and your family is so dysfunctional and so disconnected, you can't have this conversation. Look, I have a psycho family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got a crazy family. Would you say our family is particularly close? No. Oh, they are just, oh my gosh, it is, it's You're It's so heartwarming. You're it's so breathtaking. <laughs> we are, we're not particularly close. No. Okay. But even we, in our dysfunctional Mm-hmm. Stay. Up here, we know. If we talk, with my family, if we talk to a brother and sister, fine. We're good. Yeah. If we don't talk to them for five years, we're, we're, we're fine. Good. We're You're just good. not particularly close, mm-hmm. okay? But I promise you, if one of them is boinking bimbos, that's a conversation we're having with the whole family. Yeah. So your family's family, your being family is on that. so dysfunctional that your brother knows that his brother is cheating on his wife. And he can't tell anybody else in his fam- family. This is why you people have the problems you have. You live in these secret little worlds. No one can know you're dead. And it's like a cancer. It would be like someone having cancer in the family and you not telling anybody because they don't want to go get to see a doctor. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. Mm-hmm. Well, she, she doesn't want anybody to know she has breast cancer. Well, she's getting treatment. That's, do that. well, that's well, crazy. There's treatment, but they won't get treatment. He refuses to, she refuses to get treatment. She has breast cancer and her family doesn't know. Can you imagine how many people in the family would be furious if yes. they knew that their sister had breast cancer and she refused to get help and refused to tell anybody yeah. in the family? Oh, that would be quite No upsetting. one would tolerate that kind of nonsense. Mm-mm. But yeah, you people do the exact same thing in your marriages. And it's no wonder you're all such a stinking mess. You need to stop this insanity. It's not on you as a sister-in-law. This is on your husband. And you need to tell him. The boy needs to grow up and get a pair. You need to talk to your family. Well, your brother's doing is wrong. Well, Sarah doesn't want him to know. I don't care. Sarah, who cares what Sarah wants at this point? He is living in a way that is bringing shame on the whole family. At some point, this all comes out. Then the family can confront him. But see, right now, nobody confronts him. Why? Because nobody knows. His friends don't confront him because nobody knows. His church doesn't confront him because nobody knows. You're all playing into this rat's nest of secrecy. You know what happens when you have secrecy? You've got Jim Baker kind of situations. Yep. You've got... Uh, uh, what's his name? The other televangelist, Jim Swagger. Swagger kind of. These are the guys who all walk around in their little situation, and they never tell anybody. Mm-hmm. It's all secret. Keep it a secret. Swagger prayed more, he fasted more, mm-hmm. but it eventually ate him alive and destroyed everything. Why? Because he could never come out. If he would have made this up early on and got healed early on mm-hmm. and built his yeah. ministry, he'd still have a strong one today. Mm-hmm. But everybody plays it. Nobody can know. <laughs> That's why the Bible says, "Confess your faults to one another." We're back to this idea of one of the fundamental yes. truths of Christianity. Confession. Forgiveness, but also confession. Yep. It's interesting how everybody today wants forgiveness, forgiveness. But, not to but nobody likes the idea of confession. They go hand in hand. No, but not today. No, no, no. See, we just cherry pick the parts of Christianity we like. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, I, I, but I would say this is not on her to reveal right. it. It's on her husband. Right. But you should not let this slime bag in your home, period. Anyway, we'll be back with more right after this. He's a pastor, best-selling author, and popular marriage speaker. He's Mark Unger, bringing you hard-hitting and honest marriage advice. You are so beautiful. This is what I sing to Ross every morning. 
Kathy Ross. To me, because you're such a beautiful man. Can't you see? Your comments are shallow and meaningless. <laughs> Both of you. <laughs> but I love you. <laughs> That's fine. You can. I'm just letting you know that they're shallow. It means nothing to you when I say I love you. No. Oh, come on, Ross. <laughs> He's jaded. There's only one person that I pine oh, for. Come Such on. comments. That's my wife. And whom bosom I can find rest <laughs> yeah. at any time I want. Oh my gosh, he's not letting that one go. You are listening to watching the Mark Gunger program, which uh, actually more people listen to the show than watch it on podcasts. Mm-hmm. Sure. So anyway, okay. Okay, uh, the question is, how do I talk to a man that is very stubborn and hard-headed? How do you handle a hungry man? Is that my wife writing again? Mm-hmm. No, no. How do you talk no. to a stubborn man? How do you talk to a man that is very stubborn and hard-headed about problems and his tantrums as he throws tantrums over everything I say? Signed, Leslie you know, ta- <laughs> Signed, Debbie Gunger. <laughs> okay, so I asked, can you give us some more information? Is this man your husband? No, he's my fiance. <sighs> they've been dating for six years and seven months. Oh, come on, lady. Six years, seven months? Yeah, they've been engaged for three years. <laughs> hey, wait, you're, oh, almost, you're almost common law. Almost, almost common, common law. law. Well, Just... only if they've been living together. Which they probably are. How old are the two of you? Uh, 23 and 25, so that means they've been together since, what, 17, 19? Has he always been like this? Nope. He's not always been like this. For the past couple of months, he started acting weird. What specifically... Whoops, we're at the end. That's right. What specifically does he do? He asked me questions I would answer straight and polite without any intent to fight or make him mad. If he does not like what I say, he'd get very mad and ran out of the room and tell me I'm irritating him. He can't con- <laughs> communicate in a civilized manner. She's concerned about whether he still wants me in his life or not. He's also posted comments on Facebook about how he feels as if the last six years was the biggest mistake of his life. They're not living together. They both live with their parents. They can't afford to move out. She says I visit him on weekends. Oh, come on, lady. They're planning to get married as soon as they can afford a house of their own. If you two get married, you deserve to be locked in a room together for eternity. And this will be your own personal hell. Come oh, man. All right, I will opine upon this after this break. Perfect music here. I only read them, folks. I only read them. Six years and seven months, to be exact. So long. Come on, do my dance. Oh, yeah. You're listening to the Mark Gunger Show, talking about love, marriage, relationships, and some very strange people. Okay. It's the program that handles your email questions that you send to us about relations. I'm, no, we just read an email from a lady mm-hmm. who, <laughs> she, what was her opening line? How do I talk to a man that is very stubborn and hard-headed about problems and his tantrums as he throws tantrums over everything I say? Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> he throws tantrums. He's a psycho crazy guy. Now, most of us would assume this is a married woman mm-hmm. talking about her psycho crazy husband who's a, but no, 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 no. 
This is her a fiance. Mm-hmm. Her fiance. First of all, they've been dating. Almost seven years. years. Almost six years and seven months Mm -hmm. of dating. Mm -hmm. Listen to me, you girls. You date a man for a year. If you're not getting a ring somewhere in that ballpark, you dump his butt and you move on. A little Mm self-respect. The reason why men treat you women with such disrespect is because you treat yourselves with such disrespect. Mm-hmm. Get a clue. Get a life. Snap out of it. Six and a half mm-hmm. years. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, we just wanted to see if it was going to work out. Are we compatible? I asked them why they're Six waiting so long to get married. A, okay. We've been waiting so long as we can't afford to buy a place of our own and we can't stay at one of the parents' houses as there is no space at his house and my father doesn't get along with him at my house. <laughs> I said, "Are you when are you planning to marry? We're planning to get married as soon as we can get a house of our own. Okay, pray to God years. that never happens. <laughs> pray to God you live in such poverty. Listen, people, when you need marriage counseling before you get married, you're headed for a rat's hole of misery, despair. If you marry this man, I promise you, dear, you will be among one of the most miserable women mm-hmm. on earth. For sure. You will be locked into a life of brokenheartedness, of frustration, just as miserable as you can imagine yourself being. This is what you're doing to yourself. If you marry this man, as I said, you deserve to be locked in a room for eternity with him, and this will be your hell. And I tell you what, if you marry this guy, don't you ever, don't you dare ever go to any pastor, any family member. I'm doing the opposite of what I said before. Yeah. You go to get help. In this case, don't you waste anybody's time. You deserve to be miserable. See, what these people do, they get married. Then they are in emotional hell. Mm-hmm. Then they come to their pastor and everybody doesn't ask for help. Oh, can you help? Do you know how many hours in a yes. week a pastor burns down the toilet mm-hmm. dealing with people with yes, marriage problems? Mm-hmm. Now, some of them are legit, some of but them a lot are. of them are crazy things like this. If this could be headed they, off at the past. They know, you know this going in. Yeah. He is a whiner. He's a complainer. He, do, he has temper tantrums. And, and first... And and even if everything was perfect, what do you mean you guys can't afford to get? <laughs> how much does it cost to rent an apartment? Well, do they, I'm guessing they're wanting no, to buy a house. Well, they're idiots. That they're both living with their parents still. So how old are they? I said 23 and 25. 23 and 25 still live. When you're dating a man who's still living with mom, doesn't that? <laughs> So they were Doesn't that send off some alarms in your head? Like, oh, maybe this isn't a good idea. Well, and apparently her father doesn't like the dude because he doesn't want your to move dad it in can't there. stand him. They're having problems in that area. Your dad has more sense than you. He can't stand him. So you are going to marry a man who acts like a whiner, a complainer, and a bellyacher, and has temper tantrums, who can't make enough money to get his own apartment that you guys could live in to get married, uh, and your own father can't stand him. Right. 
Might I throw some gasoline on this fire? Yes, please do. Of course, I had to ask, are you sexually involved? They said, yeah. She said, yes, we are sexually involved. Of course they are. And we have a bit of a problem in this area, too. I didn't ask what so, that problem was. So they're was, already they're... sexual dysfunction. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. I have a song for this lady. Crazy. I'm crazy for feeling so lonely. Everybody dance right now. I'm crazy for dating a man who has no money, no future, and is a wine big baby who throws temper tantrums. And my father says he's nuts, and we can't have a life because he doesn't make enough money even to get an apartment. But you know what? I love him. We're going to get married. We're already. Someday. We're already having sexual problems. Oh, man! Here's the bottom line. Friends, marriage doesn't fix crazy. <laughs> if you think getting married fixes sexual problems and money problems and temper problems and family problems, getting married doesn't fix problems. <sighs> doesn't fix crazy. Unbelievable. <laughs> I, I do have the perfect wedding theme, though, when she comes down the aisle. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> of All right. <laughs> Here comes the bride. Walking down the aisle. <laughs> and everybody looking at them as they start approaching one another. Uh, who gives this woman in marriage to this man? Obviously, it's not her father. No, because, because she doesn't like him. Because he doesn't fa- like her, him. The father can't stand him. Welcome. The, the pastor who would marry him is crazy. Mm. Welcome to my church. It's so good to have you here. Don't mind the broken bones and the dead bodies. Welcome. I will happily marry you. Wow. Ross, wow. Ross, what say ye? I'm speechless. Well, what, what do you say? I need a breath mint because nothing is going to come out of my mouth that is pleasant. <laughs> Maybe if it smells minty as it comes out, it'll be it better. It doesn't translate over the airwaves. <laughs> minty fresh. Any of you women out there, and there's tons of them, I get tons of this, we really need help. Really, how long have you been married? Oh, oh, oh we're no, not we're married, married yet. You silly women. If you need marriage counseling before you get married, Mm -hmm. you're out of your ever-loving mind. Mm -hmm. Before you get married, this should be the best it will ever be. Yep. And then you get married, and then you drive each other crazy. Now, you get married, you throw some real bills, real house problems, real kid problems, real all of the real job problems. So they were 17 and 18. But see, here's a... In theory, right? My argument argument is always, sex will make you stupid. Sure. That's what I say all the time. Yeah. Yes. This is a perfect example. Either this woman is just naturally this goofy, or it's because my say it's because she's, she's having sex with the guy. Sex makes otherwise intelligent women oh, incredibly yeah. stupid. Yeah. Now, before sex, men act very stupid. <laughs> okay. But my experience is after sex, they go, "Oh, what was I thinking?" The guy snaps out, but the woman becomes yes. incredibly stupid. Sure. Yeah. These are women. You don't understand, girls. When you have sex with these guys, you might as well take your brain out of your head mm-hmm. and put it in a jar with formaldehyde or lemonade. Doesn't really matter. <laughs> because you ain't thinking. You're not thinking. 
Mm-mm. You don't really want your brain back anyway. That's what happens. When you have mm-hmm. sex before you're married, mm-hmm. it makes you stupid. And it's just not being mean to this lady. Any of you listening to this show, I'll tell you right now, the people right now listen to this program, who if we could hear their stories, oh, I was in this horrible marriage, I was in this terrible city, I don't know what yep. I was saying. They got all these big boo-hoo mm-hmm. stories. Ask them one question. Were you having sex with a guy before you married with them? Married them. And 98% of the time, the answer will be yep. yes, if not 100% of the time. Because you can't this, see straight. You can't think straight. This is why you do stupid stuff. This is why you make terrible yep. decisions. The one thing you can do that will virtually, listen to me, girls, guys too. The one thing you can do that will virtually guarantee you will make the worst mistake of your life, just have sex with your boyfriend or girlfriend. Just mm-hmm. do it. Why do you think this divorce rate is so high? Why do you think marriage really isn't that difficult? Mm-mm. It's just you got crazy people who would never marry each other in a normal situation, yep. marrying each other. And they do it because they're having sex with each other. Yep. It makes you stupid. It removes the filter of sanity. Yeah. If you stop getting physical with people, these people would go, oh, this is a bad fit. Yeah. Oh, that's this not doesn't work, work for oh, me. This, this is crazy. This right. guy's this way. And you avoid each other. Yeah. And you find someone that maybe can handle yeah. your sanity. Yep. But as soon as you get physical with someone, it clouds that filter and you will make the worst decision of your life. This happens every day in America. Mm-hmm. happens every day in the church. And then these are the people who waste everybody's time trying to get marriage counseling. At some point, it has to stop. If I were her pastor and she married him anyway... I would tell her, I will never counsel you. Don't you ever call me. You. He shouldn't marry, I wouldn't marry him. him in the first place. Marry him to but begin it's not against the law. She can marry anybody she wants. That's right. First of all, I wouldn't marry him. She, he should but, say, I'm not going to marry you. But if you go to somebody else and get someone to marry you, don't come and try to see, yeah, get me to unscramble your eggs. Yeah, I'm not going to. He shouldn't marry him. I don't want to touch your eggs. <laughs> <laughs> and on that I'm sure thought, that she prefers you don't. <laughs> Let's take a break. And we'll be back with more right after this. Finally, marriage advice that's direct, honest, and to the point. This is The Mark Gunger Show on markgunger.com. Show, a show that has the most direct, insensitive, and mean relationship advice you'll ever hear anywhere. Okay, someone wants to revisit the toilet seat issue up or down from a couple weeks ago or last week. Do you think we'd not make that clear? This program is about some of the most direct and most insensitive relationship advice you'll ever get in your life. That's pretty clear. And then people will listen to the show and then they're mad because we're insensitive. (laughs) The show is about... Being insensitive. Insensitive. Marital advice, relationship advice. Well, I don't like that. Well, then don't email us. It's a one hour a day I can be direct and insensitive. Let me have it. Uh, all right. <laughs> okay. Toilet seat. Yes. She big says, imp- yeah, big important down. problems. Yep. She says, dear Mark and your team, first of all, I am a new fan. We recently watched your Life Your Way DVDs for a small group and absolutely loved them. Thank you. Thank you. My husband and I now say ding whenever we feel we've done something the other one should notice and pay attention to, all in good <laughs> nature. Of course, my husband and I were married in our early 20s, have a wonderful marriage and sex life. It is so refreshing to hear the things you are talking about because we've been talking about them with our peers and young people we are mentoring for years. Okay, so here's the toilet seat revisit. 
I thought I would write in to help settle the toilet seat issue. My husband and I both close all the lids every time the toilet is used because the effect that flushing can have. It has been claimed that water droplets from your toilet can reach up to six feet if flushed and the seat is up. It's just so (laughs) gross, I cannot handle not flushing it with both seats down. The simple solution in our house was to buy a hydraulic seat that has a soft closing effect, no banging. So they close both seats because, have you heard that? That apparently it's supposed to spray and they've done like looking for E. coli and fecal matter like on your toothbrushes (laughs) in the sink and stuff? Oh, yes, sir. It's even been on Mythbusters. Yes, sir, it has. Oh, yes, it has. Oh, now I'll freak out. So now the German actually, actually, from the last thing, I've been closing the toilet seat. Ever since then? Just because it, it does look nicer. Mm-hmm. But they're saying they close before they flush. Yes, they close both down before they flush because it keeps all the nasty in instead of getting out on your toothbrush. I have a remedy. Just stay seated and then flush. <laughs> Why not? Works Why if you, you have, have a bidet in your house, doesn't it? Oh, just sit down and flush. It's not going to go anywhere then. Really, you've never heard that the whole that the spray goes all over your bathroom. Some of them do like those violent no, flushes, no, totally, like totally public places. Out. Yeah, now just think of the toilets in public places okay, that now, don't have a lid. Okay, now wait a minute. But I disagree that mine would be spraying over anything. I watch them and nothing happens. Nothing comes out. I don't get for it. centuries. It doesn't happen. People did their business in some of the most unsanitary mm-hmm. things on earth. Mm-hmm. They basically dug a hole. Mm-hmm. And cut a hole in some wood. Squatty potty. Yeah. And you'd sit on mm-hmm. <laughs> and there was no flushing. There was, it was quite. There was no Lysol. Unhygienic. Yeah. And you know what? I don't think anyone's ever tied death or disease to that in and of itself, have they? Maybe they oh, have. Just having it like an outhouse or just something? Just having an outhouse. If that contaminates I mean, if it contaminates water the water or something stuff, like yeah, that, Yeah. I can see that, yeah. but I I don't know. If you use it as fertilizer in your garden vegetables, the and fact it gets, that it's yeah. flushing and it's going away is yeah. a good thing. Is a good thing. Yeah. So the residual puff from the flush. Well, getting I on don't things? know that I've ever. I've seen, never seen a puff outside of the like the the public places that are just violent that could suck a Why small child down. Why are we talking down. about this? This is so disgusting. Mm-hmm. I, I've never seen anything in my house ever. Spray back Just up in the Just another reason for germaphobes well, to shut both. Well, people are germaphobes now. Yes. This is just another reason for people to get totally freaked. Yes. Look, if you're a germaphobe and now you heard this, just start closing close it before you flush. Both. Please close both. But that is, that is highly disgusting. It just it would appear to me. Now, again, I understand fecal matters like that have caused mm-hmm. diseases and stuff for a long time throughout centuries. But I think outhouses, that's never. Mm-hmm. People have done this for centuries, right? Yeah. Did you know you that when hole? I was a kid, the house we moved into did not have flush toilets that when we first, I was like six, when we bought a house that they fixed up, we had to use the outhouse. There was not plumbing and running water in that, and we had to go out to the outhouse. That's the first thing they put in when they remodeled well, the house. Well, I tell you, we, we lived in tents when mm-hmm. we first got married. What do you think we used? Outhouses. Outhouses. You didn't have a flush toilet. You didn't have flush toilets mm-hmm. and all kinds of people. And it wasn't like it was just you guys using that. Mm-hmm. All yeah, kinds everybody. of people, you, everybody used it. And there was, yeah, yeah. compared to today's standard, pretty disgusting, but I don't remember any of us going. So up or down, are we supposed Dying. to rule? No, she was just giving another reason why they should be down. Why just because be down. you're splashing just because, yeah. your vaporizing. Is it vaporizing? Is that the word vaporizing? Well, uh, 
It's because like the, you get some of the water droplets that. Yeah, what do you call that when you spray something real fine? Like you spritz it. Atomize. Atomize. Thank you, Ross. You're, that's it. You're a smart man. I just want you, you all need to, to realize do it that I brought something poo-poo. to the table that was over Ross. Diane's head oh, and Mark's head. Atomizer. Oh, Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, for realizing the true brilliance that so, is mostly silent. Atomize. All the time. So both of you. I don't know how we got from relationships to atomizing poo, but if you're concerned about atomizing poo, then close the lid. I would think it's probably oversold. I'm not aware of anyone dying or having horrible disease because they flush their toilet and it atomized poo. The Mythbusters couldn't prove it to be sickness-causing, but they really didn't recommend that you let your toothbrushes be around where they can be exposed to things either. There was, right. was Don't brush your teeth while you're booing. I don't know. <laughs> Let's take a break. Yuck! <laughs> and we'll be back with more right after this. Listening to The Mark Gunger Show can drastically reduce your chances of becoming a repeat offender of marital and relational dilemmas in your home. Listen to The Mark Gunger Show Monday through Friday from 10 a.m. to 11 a.m. Central Standard Time at www.markgungershow.com. You cannot quit me so quickly. I don't know. You're talking about atomizing There's poo. No People are going to quit poo very quickly. We might not ever have this aired. <laughs> Honestly. Oh, my goodness. How disgusting. All right. What else you got? Question about oral sex. My wife and I recently attended one of your seminars. I'm moving on. And thoroughly enjoyed it. All right. I'm writing you about a comment you made during the seminar. You were talking about waiting too long to get married and that uh-huh. kids are having sex, including oral sex. Uh-huh. You said there is a higher amount of throat cancer cases due to oral sex than to smoking. This correct. was alarming to us as yes. we had never heard this information before. Of course not. The world doesn't tell you right. this stuff. Of course. This gave my... My wife, pause, as it is something that she does for me on occasion. Uh-huh. After researching, I found that, in fact, it was men performing oral sex on women in contracting the HPV virus. Please address this and make sure you clarify when making these kinds of comments in your seminars. My question is, do you believe that oral sex is okay in a godly committed marriage? I personally believe God did not intend for a married couple to have only sex missionary style in bed. My wife uh-huh. and I have been married for over 10 years, and we are both Christians. <laughs> it's... Uh- it's not from couples who have sex with each other, and all versions of it rarely ever get. It's almost impossible to get anything. If you've never had it with it's anybody when you do it with else, other it's going from person to person to person, person that they don't person. understand. Uh, and it does happen a lot to guys, but also to girls as well. Yes. It goes both ways. Yes. Yes. Uh, so my advice is, don't be having oral sex with people. Person <laughs> you want to, have to person oral sex to with person your to wife. person. Okay, but that's not what we're talking about. Yeah. People are very odd. Well, I think that they just hear oral sex and they miss the part of your of your explanation that means that if you're having well, oral you, sex you, with you multiple just people, people <laughs> semi-intelligent. Because we've had several people say, well, oh, no, we do I that know. in our marriage, obviously, we're going to get oral sex? I know. No. So obviously I'm freaking people out. You don't get venereal diseases yes. from your spouse. It's impossible. If you are monogamous and have not been with other people. It's impossible. Yes. We're talking about these oral sex now is the leading cause for throat cancer. Not because monogamous people are having oral sex. No. It's because people who are not monogamous are around it. They're passing the HPV virus. That's exactly right. Sexually transmitted diseases. You don't get sexually transmitted diseases in a monogamous relationship. Ever. Ever. Straight up. End of story. 
That's it. There you go. That's all there is. Okay. This is not a yeah, question. That's all there is. Okay. I don't know. People miss that for some reason. I don't know. I don't know. Every time you start talking about oral out. sex, they freak yeah. out and they think they're going to get it. Cancer or HPV or whatever. Yeah. Well, if you're doing it with someone who's been 12 other places and where have those 12 other places yeah. been? You, you have, or just you one have other fa- place that, where they got it. Well, that's right. It doesn't just have one be, it's other not, place. Yeah. You just got to catch that one. The, just the bad one. Yep. That's right. Okay. This is not a question. It's just a thing. Why are you shaking your head, Ross? Oh, I was just thinking because that email that we dealt with the other day where the guy or that article where the guy saw his wife in porn. Oh, in the porno? In 11 different. Boy, did that increase his chances. Oh, yeah. Of getting the oh, that's, the, that, that's yeah. why, uh, again, they always say that adultery is a victimless crime. Mm-hmm. It's not a victimless no, it's crime. Not, because right, you it's pass not. all kinds of things on. I mean, the minute you step out of the marriage contract, yeah. your spouse not going to be bringing you anything. Yeah. Happy Easter. <laughs> Happy Merry Christmas. Easter. Merry Christmas. <laughs> Here's a present for you. I got gonorrhea. Isn't that great? Oh. So they bring all this horrible stuff into mm-hmm. their lives because of sexual unfaithfulness. That's why God and is so against this. It only takes one time, too. And that's all I'm saying. It just See, takes one time. That's why time. I want to point that out. You say, well, if you, multiple people. Yeah, obviously, the more people, the more chances yes. are. But all it takes is you having sex one time with somebody who else has it. That's all it takes. Who's had it and probably had it from maybe one other time. Yeah, it's, that's all it takes. Yeah. So there's a reason God says don't do this stuff. He's not trying to be mean. This stuff will kill you. It's not worth it. All right. See you guys. Bye-bye, boys. Have fun storming the castle.